Titties. Hold up, let me get up in it now. Bitch, I'm here to win it now. LOG, I see I'm feeling free, I'm finna bring it now. If you know the words, take a step back and sing it now. Never thought I'd have to, but I keep the windows tinted now. Like Lottie Dottie, who got the keys to my Audi? Last time I said it went viral, I don't fuck with nobody. And I don't fuck with you, you, them, her, and him too, cause don't none of y'all. Welcome everyone, this is Abel Lozen. Abel probably has the best fashion sense. And joining me is maybe like five years ago. And joining me as always is my co-host and co-conspirator, CJ. Abel wears cardigans, and that's great. And Barker. Hey, what's up, guys? Cardigans are dope. Or cardigans are dope. Pull questions. Yeah. Pull questions. That's a great This is a Nerd World Order podcast where we're trying to take over the world by spreading the weekly pop culture news from across different genres, which include movies, comics, TV shows, or anything that we consider nerd. Dude, I've had a dad wardrobe for like five years now so, so it was inevitable yeah, really yeah, yeah. It really was. yeah but dude, i wish i could pull off a cardigan like abel does do you have sock suspenders no no but i've already decided when i get older i'm gonna have actual suspenders so i'm pretty excited about that <laughs> but dad but, but don't do don't do the like the white theater suspenders no thing, no no, no, no. Just... it's gonna be classy okay like the, the menard like yard are you gonna have thing. a bow tie and thick rim glasses no i don't know about bow tie thick rim, thick rim glasses maybe Corn cup, corn cup pipe. Corn you know. pipe. I can't. Brevin used to have one, and they used to smoke out of it. Dude, it's, it's tough. It's tough on yeah, It is. It sucks. Uh, we're the Nerd World Order podcast for the Grace of Pooper team in 2017. If I'm stuttering throughout the show, it's just I've had the huge, biggest headache for like a week now. That's what my appointment was today. I got an MRI, so we'll see how that goes. You dying? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, I guess... Just a little bit of foot cancer. <laughs> It was only in the head, so if I have full cancer, I'm kind of fucked. So it wasn't a full body MRI. It was only in my head. So, you know, they didn't. Let, they they've they've upgraded their MRI. Any movie you ever see, they're like in the paper gowns and stuff. Like I was able to just like go in like this. Regular then, clothes. Yeah, just, regular. They just kind of yeah. scan you. Boop, 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 boop. And it's loud as fuck, dude. And you can tell how that technology works because all it is is vibrations, like so fast that your head's. Like, I walked out of there like, because that's all it is is like magnetic it's like vibrations. Microwaving your head. Basically, yeah. yeah. Wow. Is it microwaving your head? Pull question. Yeah, it probably is. I can take a bite out of my own chicken. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese. Does Abel taste like chicken? Pull question. Everything tastes like chicken. What? Does chicken taste like everything? Mind blown. <laughs> I guess you're right, yeah. I love chicken. Well, oh, isn't it in the Matrix where they're saying that they got lazy They got lazy with the... With the steak? Yeah. They don't know what the steak tastes like. And that was Luna. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but th- they ran out of simulation, so they just made it like everything tastes like chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. that. I've heard that. All right. Barker did me a favor and got the drink of the show. I was supposed to get it, but I had the baby with me, and I didn't want to walk. I, a, I didn't want to leave either the baby in the car by by herself, which is totally legal. So yeah, good good for you. Baby. Or B, I didn't want to walk in there with the baby, and then totally seemed like a complete alcoholic. You know, it's like he needs this fix so bad that he'll bring the baby. Which in. is also bad. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait till she's a toddler and you're by yourself in public, and you really have to pee so oh, bad. Yeah, I've had that. It sucks. Like, what'd you do? You just have to take her with you. You can't. Yeah, I guess. Nothing. Yeah. You can't, just, you can't leave her outside, yeah. like, fucking strangers and shit. What you need to do is, like, Red Dead Redemption her, just throw her up in the, in, or not just Red Dead, but, like, old oh, like Western fucking, times. Uh, <laughs> what do you call that? I know what you're talking about. Just throw your horse up on the thing, and then yeah. just, like, okay, oh, easy, girl, easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Parker, where'd you get us? Uh, so, we've got the 4204 Street uh, Brewing, uh, off-duty American lager, serving those who serve us. So this is going to be a light-bodied lager for our fire, police, and EMTs. Well, to Diego. Used to. Used to. Yeah. 
I'm not a car. To Ross, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's to Ross. To Ross is fat ass. Woo. Yeah. Have uh, you had this before? No, actually, in this this is actually a new one for me too. So, I've tried a lot from four two zero four, but uh, I feel like I'm picking it next time because you suck at this. I feel like I don't know. It's not bad. This tastes you're, like you're always gonna get a bad one. I mean, you're, you're not gonna pick perfect. They can't be all winners. Yeah. You at least gotta try to know that you hate it. I don't think. Uh, Poll question. The the blue moon was that great last time either. It was okay. The blue moon was pretty good. Was, I liked it. You liked it? It was pretty good. I, I just didn't like the gingerbread behind it, but other than that, it was still pretty good. I didn't really like it. It was, it was good. It was good, but if we're grading on a curve, it was not good. What curve is that? Uh, the blue moon curve, because blue moon is one of the best beers. That's all right. It's not all right. Is blue moon one of the best beers in the history of beers? And that should come back about 100%. It's like the New Balance of beers. That doesn't make sense. Because new, new Balance, like, everybody knows everyone about New Balance, but nobody actually wears Who wears Skechers? Nobody wears Skechers. I would wear Skechers. No, you wouldn't. Joe Montana does. Yeah, you're right. Joe Montana wears Skechers. Thank you. And he's 100. Is Joe Montana 100? Poor question. Alrighty, we're mo- moving on to the poll questions from last week, I think. Let me check. I don't think Joe Montana's 100. Yep. Yeah. Let me see. Alright, poll questions. Joe Montana's like 50. He's not. No, he's older than that. Yeah, he's way older than that. I don't think he's as old as you guys think. You have the internet. Yeah. Looking it up right now. Dude, he was like 30 like when he was Let's with the see. Chiefs. Do you want to rip Steve's leg off? 100% said yes. Who the fuck is Steve? 100% said yes. <laughs> Does it suck for that guy? 100% said yes. Is CJ going to use and lace? Or is CJ going to use said lace? To hang himself 100% <laughs> said yes. Yes! So, so when I was having a nihilistic day, maybe it's a life. <laughs> Is Abel Did part you? of the problem 100% said yes? Yeah, Does Whitney yeah. suck at the internet 50-50? Well, he's getting better at it, apparently. Does Dustin also suck at the internet 50-50? What? He's not getting any better. pretty good at it. Shut up, nerd 50-50. <laughs> Is it still real to me, damn it? 100% said yes. It is real. Did CJ's dad listen to K-pop? 100% said yes. <laughs> oh, he did. Do we have an illusion of... Dink- an illusion of dignity to our poll question 100% said no. Good job, guys. Is it the one where they take over their bodies and it's real shitty? 50-50? Fuck Abel, 100% said yes. I was expected. Yeah. Did you know that Kevin Nash played Shredder? 50-50? Do you need assistance? 100% said yes. Do you need AIDS? 100% said yes. Wow, guys, really? Is that how you do it? 100% said yes. Is that how Tara Reid does it? 100% said yes. She always does it like that. What's Abel's beef with Blade Trinity? 50-50, it's a good movie. 50%, it's not a good movie. Is Dennis the Menace technically a comic book movie? 100% said yes. Fucking A, it should have been on there. <laughs> should Dennis the Menace have been represented in our comic book? It's a comic book, it's a comic book. strip. Look my balls, it's a comic book movie. No, it's, it's not a comic book no, movie. Not. I can go, I guarantee you I can go buy a Dennis the Menace comic book. Guarantee you. It's... Poll question. Guaranteed. It, it I'll find be, a book with a bunch of Dennis the Menace Can CJ comics. find a Dennis the Menace Guaranteed. You can. You can, but it's not necessarily... It's a comic book. It's from the fun... Is a book with comics a comic book? Poll question. Uh, Joe Montana is 62. 50. He played in the 60s and 70s. No, he 50. did not. Yes, he, he played did. Like the, he was played for the Chiefs in the 90s. The 60s and 70s. You're thinking of like Joe Cause Namath. Because the catch was 88. Okay, so he played in the 80s and... And he played for the Chiefs for like one year. Four years, and it doesn't. Year but matters. it doesn't even matter. The point is, it wasn't that long ago. Four years with the Chiefs is one. He was year just on Cowherd, team, really. <laughs> oh, he was on Unless Cow- you're the Browns, he was just on Cowherd, like doing cartwheels and stuff. No, he was. 
Probably. That was just him having a heart attack. <laughs> he has a heart attack in the car wheels. That's funny. All well, right. I like Abel's impression of having a heart attack. Sounds like a clown juggling. Uh, <laughs> Does this sound like a clown juggling when you have a heart attack? Poor question. Uh, all right. We're next. We're moving on to has- hashtag shit Whitney says. Um, hashtag shit Whitney says. He actually got a picture on his Twitter this time. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's getting better at the internet. Yeah, slowly. he is a little bit. They already. They are already filming Avatar sequels. It is finally on its way ten years from now. Slither is fucking fantastic. Classic B-horror movie. Nobody ever has any idea what CJ's talking about. (laughs) Thank you, Winnie. I love TNMT. I have a pre-Archie graphic novel. have to read it every so often. They always have things like TNMT and Batman fight immediately because the fans want to see the the throwdown, the whole so-so or other fucker arguments. Who wouldn't? But just make that the movie as well. If you guys had assistance, it would be a week before a harassment suit would be filed. Wait, wasn't able my assistant. Why the hell hell do they wait a week? Um, He touched me in a no-no spot. There were tons of 90 superhero movies that just made them more serious as the Xennials and Millennials age. Punisher, The Crow, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd is a movie we missed on the bracket. That's fine. Oral is totally the the way CJ gets ahead in life. It's probably a pun. Like speaking. (laughs) But that's... I'm such an outlier on these back bracket polls. Damn it, TJ. Predator Comics came out after the movie to expand the universe and look. We're right back at this again. Oh, shit. Oh, that must have been... Uh, shit like that is probably why Predator, Whitney won Predator Precariousness. Oh, fucking way he didn't! <laughs> I am better at Predator than you. Just stop it. We've proved this already. I was doing a bit. How does he not know that? Oh, my God, TNMT. I put Predator on there. I'm pissed. Oh, my God, TNMT is exponentially better than two houses, even a discussion. Incredibles is a superhero movie, not a comic movie. You're bra- you're, you're, you fucked up your bracket. Hold on, I'm not done. Is that how you speak to your Predator King? <laughs> you shut your filthy mouth. I'm done now. And now, on the Incredibles, like, really, like, it took the place of, like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, Spawn? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. I'm painting miniatures for a workshop this weekend while listening to this podcast. Far from the nerdy thing I've ever done. <laughs> Blade 3 was fucking horrible, and I'm a huge Blade fan. How dare, How dare you? It's the worst Blade movie. No. It is the worst Blade no, movie not. by far. Here's okay. one, here's two, and then here's, like, I haven't even started digging for three. Like, it's that bad. It's bad. Here's your ally. Okay. How, how good do you feel about your position? I can't, dude, I have sources on the internet that say that that's the worst Wait, movie. Whitney? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I did this last time, and I'm about to do it again. You're outvoted. Two, three. Exactly. Or two, wait. Blade two, one. Two, one. <laughs> two, one. Thank you. The internet, you're gonna go yeah, to yeah, the, the internet and all those people. It should be called the internet. Should be just 53%. called troll.com. The lie, lie.org. 53%. <laughs> Wait, what? 53%. Are you doing Rotten Tomatoes? 57%. Okay, and this proves nothing. 25%. That proves a lot. That proves nothing. Ryan Reynolds is in Blade Trinity. Triple H is in. Triple Blade H, H is in Blade Trinity. Uh, what's the girl's name? They have a dog that, in that is awesome in Blade Trinity. Yeah, it's a little poodle. That thing's really awesome. That movie's awesome. Who doesn't like Blade Trinity? CJ is dead to me. Do you not like Blade Trinity? Pull question. CJ is dead to me for not liking Ron Perlman. Yeah, no. I I never said I I didn't like Ron Perlman. I said I didn't watch the Hellboy movies. Did CJ said he doesn't like Ron Perlman? Pull question. I've never once. I recommend Jen Locke by Rooster Teeth. Lots of big time voices, including Michael B. Jordan. Didn't Whitney lose Predator Precariousness to me horribly? Fuck, I've been playing. Why is he uh, (laughs) overwatching Beta? I've even twitched it for a bit. I was. Supporting at Outlaws, I have every skin, boys. Did we were talking about? Oh, because you were said you were gonna get into it. Wait, with what? Overwatch. With... Oh yeah, I'm trying. 
Uh, Overwatch League is pushing to make... Hey, just another thing for me to beat Whitney out. Let's go. I'm go. <laughs> they based the model on professional sports league. The team's about double this year. So there we go. And we actually had one comment on our YouTube. So let me go get to that real quick. You guys can kill it. I'm salty today. Yeah. I'm sorry. By the way, thank you, Whitney. Why are you for... salty? It's because like people tried to run me off the road. And then another person tried to get in a crash in front of me. And then he couldn't listen to Ariana And then Grande. I couldn't listen to Ariana Grande. That's a true story. <laughs> I was getting mad. He kept like playing it over and over again. <laughs> I was like, why do you need to listen to this song? Said, said I was, song. I was know? getting mad because my Bluetooth music thing wasn't working. And I really wanted to listen to Ariana Grande. Because she's great. <laughs> <laughs> Abel's baby just farted the loudest fart. No, that, that, was, no, that was Luna snoring. That was Luna snoring. It could be one or the other, actually, honestly. You know what? It was Luna farting, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Well, we, I thought I had a comment. But somebody commented on one of our YouTube videos, and I appreciate that. They said that they like Captain Marvel, so... Hell yeah. I like Captain Marvel, too, so if you guys... Did Wendy say whether he likes Captain Marvel? Uh, no, he didn't say, so... Oh, dude, tell, you got you said, like, eight paragraphs worth of things. Yeah. You didn't tell us if you like Captain Marvel or not. All right, tell us what you think on whenever you listen to it, so... Um, oh, we're gonna go. We had a ton of ties in the brackets. That was yeah, ridiculous. yeah, yeah. We had quite a few votes actually. Thank was, you for I the votes, pretty, guys. But I mean, uh, damn. I was pretty excited for that. Uh, but if you guys want to vote on our polls, search on Twitter at NerdWorldOrder1. And actually, now I know why it's so hard to find on Facebook because on Facebook it's not it's not NerdWorldOrder. It's the NerdWorldOrder. 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 So search the NerdWorldOrder on Facebook, and you guys will find us. Okay. We actually probably should try to be more consistent about that because we're like nerd world order in some spots. Like on Spotify, we're nerd world order and it. I know. It's because some of them were taken, some of them were not. It's inconsistent. Yeah, that just, sucks, man. Yeah, I know. We need to just buy out all these people. Let's just do like a Game of Thrones style. Like Donate to us. <laughs> every, every house, you know, just fights. Donate to us so we can buy out all these assholes. Yeah. Just buy them out. Whitney's twin. Disney style. He's <laughs> the owner of that, of uh, the Twitter. Nerd World Order. Because we have Nerd World Order 1. They have that Nerd World Order. And he's Wait. like, you guys tagged me again. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Alrighty. Before we move on with the rest of the show, we do always like to remember Andres, our old co-host, because uh, he's such a big fan of anime. So I always pull up. He always sends me the biggest anime news of the week, and I read it on the show for him. It has been 40 years since Gundam came into the scene, and fans are embracing the franchise more than ever before. With this anniversary around the corner, the Mecha series is ready to celebrate, and Uniqlo is helping the anime out with some sweet merchandise over on uniqlo's website you can see a whole array of gundam shirts for sale the collection was made to honor the franchise's 40th 40th anniversary this april what so, you what the fuck were you talking about i was gundam. not listening at all have Sorry. you never you've heard of gundam no you never heard of gundam is, is, gundam is, is that the one in uh, ready player one that he changes into at the end yes to fight yeah that's it okay, yeah, yeah. That's as familiar as I have ever been with Gundam. Is that really thirty second clip? Gundam always either came on before or after Dragon yeah. Ball Z, so I'm pretty familiar. So every Saturday, like it's like four a.m. in the morning, I get home from work and you know, I turn it's on. on. Uh, yeah, they have a uh, tsunami back again and everything. So I was watching that, but then I saw home movies with H. John Benjamin. Oh like, yeah, and small, yeah. And I had to turn to that. So I'm trying to figure out what Andres is talking about, but I mean, you know, I get kind of distracted with uh, other Very stuff. Titties. This weekend, nerd. Before we move on, oh, to, we have to keep it. Before we knew, before we move on to the news, we do have a tournament update. As we did last week or almost two weeks ago, we started a bracket to determine the best superhero movie of all time. Mm. I'm not gonna go through each matchup because that's gonna take forever. But just some... can we do a side note that uh, Golden Circle didn't even like? It was up against like the Avengers or something. At like negative five percent. So we're just gonna point out some highlights. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aquaman made it all the way to the round of sixteen. So, which is pretty dope. It, it beat up uh, Batman Under the Red Hood and X-Men First Class. I think they were the furthest double-digit seed to make it out. They made it to the round of 16. 
It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. No one's disputing that. Deadpool's kicking ass right now. Yeah, which pisses me off. The first one seed to go out was Deadpool. They beat Spider-Man 2, uh, and they made it to the semifinals. Let's see. I think we should have... It's We made a mistake uh, having Spider-Man 2 in front of Into the Spider-Verse. I was thinking about that, because Into the Spider-Verse is by far the best Spider-Man movie ever. You're probably right. We kind of fucked up. Even, I mean, we did it because of, like, the... Like the history of it, kind of, and the the legacy. And how it kind we of should, set, how we it kind of set up everything. Yeah, but, but we shouldn't have. Avengers like, Infinity War had just been rocking, like, yeah. ass left and right. I'm sorry, that's going to win it. It's, it's the Duke of this bracket. I'm not so sure. I don't know about that. Uh, Logan and the Dark Knight went back and forth. They added in the in the Elite Eight, which I'm about to reveal the winners here. The Dark Knight was also cleaning it, uh, kicking ass. Up until it ran up against Spider-Man Homecoming, it still kicked ass, but um, got Homecoming got 15%. So It wasn't unanimous anymore. Yeah, yeah. so the four teams going to the finals, or the semifinals, I, sh- I should say. Deadpool as a four seed. Captain America Winter Soldier barely beat Black Panther. Ooh. We have Avengers Infinity War. It just smoke. It's just smoke. Uh, that was, so that's the hardest one I had to choose out of all. And then yeah. the Dark Knight just eking through Logan. So your final four: Dark Knight versus Avengers: Infinity War, and you have Captain Marvel: Winter Soldier versus Deadpool. Yeah, Captain America. America. Okay, well, huh? Captain America. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Captain Marvel. I'm annoyed that it beat the Avengers. To be honest, I love Deadpool. It's not better than Avengers. It's not. Hey, we're we're a democracy, man. Well, okay, but uh, we but, had dozens of votes. So what am I going to tell you? But when you get to the final four, like you have. Four of the best teams, and do they all go into like triple overtime? No, like Avengers should have been there. Uh, so yeah, um, after the after you listen to the show, I'm gonna try to post it either today or tomorrow. Um, go vote. We're gonna. I've, have, we're, sorry, I've extended the voting a couple times now, so the the semi the final voting will go into next week. But um, by the time we record the next show, we should be able to have a winner. So. Um, so you're, yeah. kind of, you're almost kind of keeping it with a tournament anyway. Yeah, so. you're just about so because the game starts tonight so. All right, uh, I just wanted to give everybody uh, an update on that. And uh, thanks, everybody, for voting. Like, the voter turnout is a lot higher yeah. than I thought. We've been getting dozens and dozens of votes. So That's awesome. I, I really yeah. appreciate yeah, it. And we, we kind of dropped the ball last year. But. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't want to – that was only – that wasn't free. I had to spend five bucks on it, but I wish I would have done it last it's year. It's yeah. five bucks worth spending. Yeah, yeah we yeah. nailed it this year. So. Good job, Abel. Thank you. <laughs> Like I was telling these guys in a group message, a little behind the scenes, yeah. I'm the executive producer of the year for podcasting in my head. Okay, yeah. so you know what you deserve. It. Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. Let's drink to that. Yeah, there you go. I'll give you that award all day. All right. Um, let won't. me go check on my daughter. Make sure Luna isn't like licking her to death. So you guys feel air. Uh, I have to pee really bad. I don't really have to pee, but yeah. So, sub <laughs> girl. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Welcome our special what guest. Is, yeah, what has happened in Welcome the, our uh, special guest, Luna the dog, via intercom. Just fast forward. We oh, all that suck. Was fast. Yeah, I just jumped. <laughs> Dude, I like. I, I think I pulled my, my quad when I was going to the bathroom earlier. Like, it still kind of hurts. <laughs> I'm so out of shape. It's ridiculous. You love muscle? Uh, the quad? Yeah, oh, I thought you said growing tired. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, because everybody just wants to suck on my quad. No, that didn't sound. This doesn't sound anything alike. Abel was just thinking about penises. What was Abel thinking about penises just now? Full question. You figured me out. You made me. Yeah. <laughs> you made me. Hey CJ. Yeah. Do you love the NWO? Yeah. Do you like supporting things you love by giving them an amount of money so small that you wouldn't notice or feel leaving your bank account? Yeah. Then you'd be perfect to donate to the NWO cause, which will help us create more content and become a better podcast. 
Is that something you like to do? Yeah. Then visit us on patreon.com slash norworldorder and give us a monthly donation to help us out. Or if you want, give us a one-time donation. Please go to our PayPal at norworldorder2 at gmail.com. Yeah? Yeah. And remember, folks, obey the NWO. Alrighty, this week in Nerd, um, they revealed how long Avengers Infinity War is going to, or excuse me, Endgame is going to be. Do you know how long? Three hours. Three hours. Three hours and two minutes. Yeah, and that's by far the longest MCU movie. The longest one before that was Infinity War, which was 149 minutes, 33 minutes shorter. So it's going to be full, full three and, hours. Okay, here's the thing though. Uh, up until that wasn't uh, Infinity War the longest. Like, yeah. It was, right? Didn't even notice it. Yeah. Like the, do you remember the first time watching that movie? You're like... It's over like, already? Like, yeah, I was like, that was only 45 minutes. Like, let, No shit, yeah, I was like, what like the Like, the end credit sequence is going to be the, the other two I, hours. I predict... The only time I felt it was at the end of the movie, during the credits, I really had to piss, like, ext- like oh, yeah. bad. Like, I almost wanted to pee in the But cup. it was because you had to pee. It wasn't because of the movie. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Right. But, yeah, so, I felt it. My, my prediction is that the same thing's going to happen. Three hours is going to fly by, dude. I, they, they talked about putting in, like, a, a intermission into it. Yeah, they talked about I it. I think they're going to need to. But then you think about it's like... It's not a bad idea. Because, I, dude, I'm going to have to... All the, uh, like the Lord of the Rings, those are like three hours. Yeah. And so people have got through that. They're not going to put in an intermission because they, they've already screen tested some of these movies and they said that people are just fine. Nobody, nobody's dude, watching it, You can go through your life with three hours without taking a leak. Just, just, don't, just don't drink anything dude, all day. we need to invest into Depends because... Dude, we will make so much money. People will fucking just piss hand, themselves. Just hand them out as they're walking into yeah. the theater. Dude, we could make... Wait, so... It's just like Little Avenger. A, adult, adult diapers. We could... Dude, we could corner the market on that. Side note on that. I read a report that Chris Evans has already watched Endgame. Cried three times. So if Chris Evans is because he's dead. He dies. That's not necessarily... Duh! Don't say that. Stop he definitely that. is going to die. Please do not say that. You're banned from saying that. But if he cried three times, I think, like, the whole place is just, oh, my God. Everyone's just going to be cutting. <laughs> oh, it's because he, I mean, he's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't know anything. But, yeah, Mo- shut up. <laughs> Moving on. Disney finally owns all of us. So the merger between Disney and Fox finally went through $71.3 billion. Uh, one of the biggest media mergers ever, not just between movies, just like, you know, they always do the oil companies or whatever. It's one of the biggest mergers of all time. Uh, Marvel now owns X-Men and the Fantastic Four there, or excuse me, Disney now owns them, uh, which means it's pretty fucking dope. The, the plans are they're going to reboot all of it except for... X-Men. Deadpool. No. Yes. They're going to reboot all you of it can't. except for Deadpool. So. <laughs> if you reboot Deadpool, that everyone's going to stop. Ryan Reynolds is. He was bo- literally born to play Deadpool. Yeah, so like. the only plan is that they are going to keep going with the rated R Deadpool, which confirms the comments that Disney CEO... Uh, what's his name? Bob Iger said that it's it's a very strong possibility that Deadpool is going to continue to be rated R, whether it's with Disney or not. So. Well, of course, it should be, dude. How people would riot if it if they decided they made PG thirteen Deadpool and it was the but, same. But but if if he does merge into the bigger universe, he's going to have to be. Deadpool oh, well, certainly, yeah. yeah. But like, what I'm saying is his own line. But, yeah, like, yeah. But with their PG thirteen, they can get like, what is it? I'm being blinded by the brightness. They get like one or two F words, right? PG-13, you get one. Yeah, I think he gets the one every time. That's so dumb and arbitrary and stupid. Like, if you get one... One of my, like... favorite, one of my favorite quotes about Hollywood of all time was... Um, who was it? It was... Uh, fuck. What is his name? Uh, this is a crime for comedy. Take my comedy card. If I got... If uh, I was directing a PG-13 movie, my fuck would be in the first four seconds. 
Like the first person to come just on as soon as like fuck. The, the title, and it would be, the title comes on, and it would be just drawn out so long, <laughs> like in thirty seconds. It would be like fuck. Mel Brooks. It would be the loudest thing. Mel Brooks, the guy that did Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs. Uh, he had one too many asses in a script, so <laughs> the Hollywood high uppers were uh, were reading the script and they're like, "You have way too many asses. You're gonna have to pick your ass." So that's my <laughs> that's my favorite my favorite pick uh, thing. That's awesome. Does Mel Brooks have to pick his ass? Pull right. question. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the first thing I would do, though. I would make one fuck in my PG-13 movie, but it'd be, like, really loud and super long. So it'd be like, fuck. I would just make, like, kind of like a, a, a sequel movie, you know? And the original one, like, at the end. Like, so, like something happens, like a big earthquake, and they're just like, ah, oh, fuck. And, like, right at the end of the K. Okay. So I can still use... Just so you can turn that A off. second one? You can still use the word fuck, you know? So yeah, that's pretty good news. <laughs> so actually, back 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 to that side note with the Fantastic Four. You've heard about the whole like theory of how they're gonna try to incorporate them. No, how, how is that? So uh, you remember Spider-Man: Homecoming, right? Somebody bought out Stark Tower, and the theory is it's Reed Richards to make it into because they're taking out basically all the stuff except for a couple floors, and those floors could be research and development. Fantastic Four, blah, blah, blah. I feel, though, if something like that happened, because their origin stories, they go off into space, they get superpowers, I think that would be a huge, like, a huge newsworthy event in that universe. So I think... They can make it into a cover-up, you know? Your cover-up. Because they thought, I mean, they could be like, they're dead. You know? Like, they died in space. It's not really national news. What are you talking about? The origin story for the Fantastic Four. I know that, but what... How how they can come to be in the Marvel universe is what we're saying. Do we want them? Yes, in the absolutely. Universe? I want them in the, Mar- in the Marvel. Kind of have to. Why? They're the first family of of Marvel, man. Are they? Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They are. are the they? only reason you know about Thor, Iron Man, and all these guys is because Marvel had to play with the toys they had. They didn't have Spider Man. They didn't have the X Men. They didn't have Fantastic Four. I've seen some Fantastic Four movies. And they're all fucking garbage. No shit, because they were with Fox, but now that Marvel has them, they're going to be fantastic. They're, Don't they're, look at me up and down. I'm, like they're going to get able and credulous. They're going to they're going to latch on to Kevin Feige's tit, and it's going to make billions what, of dollars. What you're saying right now is what everybody said about Iron Man. Iron Man, that's like a C plus B level character. Fair point. At the time, that's what I said about Guardians. Fair point. But what I don't like is that everyone's on Fantastic Four's nuts. I don't think they're worthy of. Oh no! Of course I've, they are. Ha, I've never. I've little, very little. They have the best. They have the best villain, not the best villain that isn't like the, an intergalactic like uh, Galactus or Thanos. Doctor Doom is the best villain that Marvel has. I feel like if they do do uh, Doctor Doom in the MCU, he'll be way better than Loki or Killmonger. Yeah. I mean, I guess these are some hot takes. You just, it's not really hot takes. Yeah, I feel I like so. you're just you're hot taking. Yeah. I feel like if you get more well rounded on the Fantastic Four, you come around. I, the I think Wars, I think I think you guys are overestimating their fan base. I mean, they were part of Civil War. Every they were Marvel, part of. I think it'd be huge Marvel fans of Fantastic. Four. They were part of Ultron too. Like yeah, they they play dude, a huge like, part. Yeah. There's no Marvel universe in general without the Fantastic. Is Four. every Marvel fan a Fantastic Four fan? Pull question. Oh, that's that's a no. But I mean, still, you got to appreciate. Yeah, the of course, fact. it's a no. But. You gotta appreciate the point. You would, and you would have to start with the Fantastic Four before you well, start but, with the X Men. But think about it though: yeah. what media are they in? What represented comic books? Like, okay, what I'm trying to say is they probably have great comics, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's how you guys think. That's why you think the Fantastic Four is awesome. Like, why do you love the Fantastic Four? They just have a great dynamic between the four, and then it's just like it's... No, but, but why do you know that? From the comics? Yeah. Well, you can do. You can make that argument about any one of these characters. Like, oh, well, in the No, comics. but what I'm saying now, these Marvel characters have great representation in movies. That's the medium to go for. They, well, uh, well, Fantastic Four doesn't have any good representation in movies. They have three shitty fucking movies. And that's Marvel's fault? No, but the that's what... That's what I'm saying is the audience attributes it to, like... Yeah, but you, Marvel's built, built up so much... Uh, What's the word credibility, Cred- okay, credibility okay. and I'm, equity with fans that once they have it, it it's going to be a home run. I probably agree with that, but right now, like Fantastic Four stock is shitty. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Marvel can't build it up. I'm saying currently, you, my position is that I don't care if it is or not. Make me if they may, they might make me care. That could happen, but I don't. But right now. we we go back to the Iron Man too. Before the movies, did you even know who I Iron liked, Man was? Yeah, I liked him better did than you? Fantastic Four. Yeah, <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I don't like... I'm telling you, I actively don't like the Fantastic Four, though. Why? Because I saw the movie and it sucked. But you're going to see the movie! But you can't put but it, I'm not but the you only can't one put like it on that. Marvel. You can't put that on Marvel. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying I'm not. The, I'm, pro- I'm definitely not the only person like that. You, you, the way you have to think about it is, oh, Marvel now has this property. It's going to be good. We'll see. I do trust Marvel. You're right. You, got, you have a good point. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not saying they can't make something good out of this. What I'm saying is... I don't really care if they do. Okay. I'd rather they didn't. Okay, okay, okay. So, if we're going, like like you said, just off movies and everything, that, do you like Hawkeye? Yeah. Okay. Do you, like do, do you like Hawkeye in the comics? Do I what? Do you like Hawkeye? Yeah. You like Hawkeye? Yeah. You like Hawkeye? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But do you like him in the comics? I don't know. Do you like him in your bed? Do you like Hawkeye in your bed? Yeah. <laughs> you like Hawkeye? Okay. Yeah, better than ugly guys. But that's the thing. You're you're basing off of one thing. you got to take it at face value. Come on now. I'm basing off three things. No, you're not. I don't know. I just don't like them that much. But maybe, hey, if Marvel can change my heart around, sweet. But where it stands right now, I can give a fuck about the Fantastic Four. But that's that's dumb. I doubt I'm the only person like that. You Could want- you give a fuck about the Fantastic Four? Poll question. Angelina Jolie is until actually we're gonna make that the question of the show because what we're talking about really doesn't warrant a question of the show. It's do you give make it more? Uh, do you care do, about the Fantastic? About the, yeah, 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 yeah. Poll question. No, something more. On Twitter. Do you give a fuck about the Fantastic Four <laughs> on Facebook? Where we're a little bit more friendly. But say, do you, do you uh, care? Not do you care? Like, do you give an F? Are you invested in the? Okay, there you go. Are you invested in the Fantastic Four? There you go. That's a better one. Real quick, Angelina Jolie uh, is in talks to be in the Eternals, which I think to this day is the biggest star to enter the Marvel universe, because the Marvel universe has made stars. They made Chris Evans into a huge star. They made Chris Hemsworth into a huge star. They made Robert Downey Jr. into a huge star. Even though was, Robert... Well, he was before, uh, Kind of, but he was more on the... It, it, it took like, it to a new level. I feel like she's the a biggest... bigger household name. Yeah, there you go. Coming into the Marvel Universe. I can't think of another one. Kate Blanchett's up there. Yeah, but she... I don't think she's... Kate Blanchett, Blanchett was in one movie and that's it. Red Skull? He was in The Matrix. Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Weaving. Yeah. Mm. They almost I guess, Keanu okay, Reeves. he wasn't a... They almost got Keanu Reeves, according yeah. to um, sources. Josh Brolin was kind of big before... Yeah, I think Thanos. this probably made him. Cable and Thanos. No, I knew Josh Brolin before. Well, no, he was I in know, the Goonies. I know, but we, he's not Angelina Jolie. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, so, okay, I'm, I'm not, I agree with that. I'm not even sure Kate Blanchett is Angelina Jolie. I love Kate Blanchett. Yeah, Jolie's A-list. Yeah. Well, so is Blanchett, so, but... but uh, like, I, think, I think she's A-list. Like, she's A-plus list. As, as far as the point of there's no bigger than Angelina, you're probably right. Yeah, no. Yeah. And moving on real quick... But I'm going to think of one. 
Okay, you got the whole show. Sweet. Ooh, Zack Snyder, what is he doing? Edward uh, Norton, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you count that, but he's definitely in Yeah, that probably, but he only did the one, too. So maybe, maybe she only does one. Maybe, we'll see. It uh, depends. Yeah. But I still think as like star power in Hollywood, I think she's the biggest one. If, oh, yeah, if, if they pull the trigger. Dude, probably. she farts, and she's like in 18 like, fucking newspapers. So. <laughs> Ooh, Zack Snyder, what is he doing? Batman vs. Superman director Zack Snyder doesn't think a non-lethal Batman could exist in real life. Uh, and I t- probably, probably right. I took this Honestly. from the article that they wrote. It's so I'm gonna give him credit. His name's Alex Abad Santos. Armed with the nefarious kind of energy that compels children to tell other children that there's no such thing as Santa Claus, Batman vs <laughs> Superman Dawn of Justice director Zack Snyder wants fans of Batman and Superman to grow up and know that the character kills people. Someone he says, "quote Someone says to me, Batman killed a guy." Snyder said during a Q and A event. Um, I'm like, fuck, really? Wake the fuck up. Once you've lost your virginity to this fucking movie, <laughs> and then you come and say to me something like, my superhero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, down the fucking road on, on that. It's a cool point of view to be like, my heroes are still innocent. My heroes didn't fucking lie to America. My heroes didn't embezzle money from their co- corporations. My heroes didn't commit any atrocities. That's cool, but you're living in a fucking dream world, said Zack Snyder. So he went all out on this fictional character. So, thank you, Snyder. That's kind of that awesome. was awesome. <laughs> That's fine. So there are a bunch of nerds out there that actually did this to the first Batman with Michael Keaton, where they actually like take into account like in real life, because like in the movie he doesn't really kill anybody, but he kills more people in that movie than Jeffrey Dahmer does. Let that sink in. Yeah, I. Th- and as, as as I was watching the movie and reading the book that we're going to talk about in our in our main event, um, even if he doesn't necessarily try to go out and kill somebody, by collateral damage, he's had to have killed so many people. Like, those explosions are not, not going to kill somebody, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah. Yeah. And it, say there was a real-life Batman, that guy's murdering people. Oh, like, yeah. even if it's, like, by accident, like... What's what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's collateral damage probably by trying Batman to, yeah. probably does. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He, he better ring somebody in the leg that hits the femoral artery. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. sorry. It, and just in the in the movie, just to bring up a, a little sneak preview, uh, the, the one I can remember is when they're in the tunnel of love and he throws some kind of like grenades to blow. Dude, one of those guys is smashing his skull up against the rocks. You know what I mean? And he's dead. So, yeah. Although he's purposefully not trying to kill somebody, he's going to actually... He can't have the accuracy to... Although you would like to believe that Batman is accurate. Well, stunned him. Fictionally, he can be. Fictionally, he can be that great. You know, he can't have that accuracy. But, like, a real person, like, bumbling around, you know. And even if you are, like, the most accurate, the most, you're, there's a, let's just take the guy from the, excuse me, the guy from the book, put him in real life. Does that, that does not account for human error. So if he's aiming yeah. for the the shin bone or whatever, and some guy decides that he's gonna take a knee at the exact same time, he's going to kill somebody. Zach, Zach Snyder came out at the energy that everybody was was hating on hating on him on Twitter, but I kind of get what he's saying. Just don't come with that energy. I think. you know what I mean. <laughs> it's funny to me. Yeah. I don't know. That's not my superhero. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> like, that, Batman kills people. He's like, just like in you your... gotta rip that bandaid off. I don't know. It is kind of funny to picture him in like a four-year-old's face. Santa Claus is a little bitch. He's not real. He bring no fucking PlayStation. Now sit your ass down. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Alrighty. Is uh, Zack Snyder threatening four-year-olds in Wendy's? <laughs> question. All right, before we move on, move on, there was a bunch of depressing Florida news, and I'm glad I found an, a good one uh, before the show started. Authorities say a Florida man didn't want to show up for his shift at a Hardee's restaurant, so he called the 911 and reported that he'd been robbed. WFTS-TV reported that 32-year-old Brian Anderson of Dundee told dispatchers Tuesday that two gun-carrying men took his necklace, money, and his phone before jumping into a car and driving away. Polk uh, County Sheriff's deputies went to the scene and quickly realized that a robbery never happened. They just did, well, he just wanted to get out of his shift. It's not like they, they, they took his stuff. Like, you could still go into work without that stuff. Oh, uh, they took my work ID. Uh, oh, what can I do? What <laughs> wasn't even that? It's like his phone, his necklace, and what else? He's like tech calling on his phone. That they took. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, money, necklace, and his phone. Yeah. Sorry, I can't come in. Oh, sorry, I don't have my necklace. It's like texting his boss. Sorry, boss, can't come in. They <laughs> took my phone. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. Wait, how are you? Never mind. <laughs> Alrighty, now we're moving on to the main event of the show. So we're gonna do a couple Batman-oriented things because on Saturday it's his 80th birthday, um, and then on just yesterday, Wednesday, they released Detective Comics number 1,000. So it's been a thousand issues of the very first comic book that Batman appeared Damn. on. So. Uh, that was yeah. pretty cool. So yeah. they coincided at the exact same time. 80 years of Batman on Saturday. The the first time... This Detective, Saturday, This right? Saturday. This Saturday. And then Detective Comics 1000. So it kind of worked out uh, pretty good there. They did that on purpose because they double ship books now all the time and stuff. But uh, but yeah, no. Happy birthday, Batman. So we're going to do a couple of Batman things. What we decided to do today is revisit probably... I think it's the best. Some people rank it up there. But one of the better Batman stories, I think... Uh, uh, that there is out there, and that is, uh, oh, uh, and this is the NWO book club and story time because not necessarily. I don't think you guys actually read the book, but we watched the movie. Which, no, no, the 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 animated movie follows the book almost exactly. So there's no, there's nothing you're missing by watching that. I got five pages in, so. and I just got caught up with work, but I <laughs> no, tried. Yeah, no, it's fine. There's a lot too, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. But it is arguably the best Batman story of all time. It was released between February and June of 1986, so it makes it 33 years old. It was written and drawn by Frank Miller, one of the best comic book writers and artists of all time. It did have lesser sequels, Dark Two or Dark Knight uh, Two, and then Dark Knight Three: Master Race, which, come on. And then Jesus. it originally printed on four books: The Dark Knight Returns, The Dark Knight Triumphant, Hunt for the Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Falls. Uh, the story title for the first issue was applied to the entire series. So when you order this on Amazon, all four books are just called The Dark Knight Returns. So. Um, and then basically a quick synopsis on, on The Dark Knight Returns. tells an alternative story of Bruce Wayne, who at 55 years old returns from retirement uh, to fight crime and faces opposition from the Garden, Garden City, the Gotham City Police Force and the United States government. <laughs> what kind of opposition is he facing from the Garden City? I know. The story, the story introduces Carrie Kelly as a new Robin and the hyper-violent street gang known as the Mutants. The story also features the return of classic foes such as Two-Face and the Joker and culminates with a confrontation against Superman, who works on behalf of the government. And then just some... Uh, some um, what I'm looking for... Uh, some high praise for the book. Uh, IGN Comics ranked The Dark Knight Return uh, first on the, on the list of 25 greatest Batman graphic novels of all time. Calls it a true masterpiece. Uh, let's see. Time Magazine chose the collection edition as one of the 10 best English language graphic novels ever written. Wow. So not just comic, but graphic novels of all time. And uh, this writer, Abel Loza for Bam Smack Pal, had it first on his list of, of Batman stories of all time. So you guys should check that out as well. Uh, I don't. I, that's not a credible source, though. 
All right, so just overall, after watching, I think, CJ, have you watched it? Have you guys watched it before? I watched it twice this week, so. Nice. Have you watched it before? Okay. What What do you guys think of the overall story? What, what, what do you guys think? Uh, Dustin would like to tell us. <laughs> All right. So, uh, my overall take on this movie, um, the story arc by itself is top three. I think uh, Death in the Family and uh, uh, The Killing Joke are probably up there. But this one has to be top three. Um, we figure out that Batman is not immortal. Like he's, he can die. He gets injured. Like he gets old. Like, and he's not what he was back when he was, you know, a young pup. And I think Gotham City is kind of figuring that out. And so they want to go back to a more traditional style of criminal justice, which is the uh, Gotham City PD, and having the new commissioner basically make him uh, uh, a criminal himself you know uh, it's just ridiculous um, but then you see like how time has aged all the villains and all the other like people and everything that and you just see like it's kind of a uh, uh, not a, not really a denouement but it's just kind of like that the end of the story that is you know Batman so it is pretty crazy in my aspect um what do you think, CJ? Uh, I don't get old Batman the fuck out of here. I'm tired of it. I want new, fresh Batman. He kicks ass. That's, that's I mean, it. we can have the one. That's my take. You, we can have the one story, right? No. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. No, I like it. It's fine. Uh, I like that it's like really it's progressive in the idea that like. I mean, in small little ways, aren't really that progressive, but like people think they are. Well, you got to think about it when it was originally written in 1988. Yeah, but it's it's annoying that that's progressive, but it is. But I'm glad that it is in that same token. Like a girl, a girl Robin, it's pretty cool. A girl commissioner. Yeah, a girl commissioner. That's pretty cool. Um, and and I just wanted to just fucking rail for a minute, but uh, I do like the idea of like an older Batman. Like, how does he handle that? Um, like aging and stuff like that. It's it's pretty cool to see that. So I actually I do like it. I just I, wanted to be contrary. I think one of the two quotes I like off of uh, this movie. Uh, I think the first one has to be a Joker, right when uh, Batman like gets him in the tunnel and everything that, and he says, "Make me, come on, finish me." Uh, it doesn't matter. I win. I made you lose control, <laughs> and they kill you for it. <laughs> see you in hell. Like, he basically, he forced Batman to get to that point where, like, he, he shows Batman himself that he is an actual criminal. No matter if he's throwing people in jail and everything, that he's still breaking the law himself. And that's when Batman kind of figures out himself. He's like, I, gotta, I, I have to stop doing this. And then the second one I liked was at the end. With the whole with the Superman thing, I want you Superman. to remember the what the woman who I didn't have to go easy on you. A different binding agent, a stronger mix. I want you to remember that. I wanted to m remind you to stay out of my way. And all the years that come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember the one man who beat you, because everybody thinks Superman is invincible, and he's not. Everybody has a weakness, and Batman just showed him like I can beat you whenever I want to, but I don't because I know we're on the same page. We're both trying to fight evil. No, yeah, that uh, I, this this book is filled with a lot of good quotes. My, one of my favorite ones, too, is at the very beginning. 
when he asked himself that if this was uh, if this was a good death because he could have just flipped the car and then just he w- he didn't have to escape or whatever and just die but he he figured it, he he deserved a better death so yeah just this entire book which was originally cut up into four and then two two movies you know two hour long movies um, you can you can dissect it up down left right up you know whatever and you can find different meanings and, and all that kind of stuff so um, the way we'll break it down is kind of through the first two books are the first movie and then the second movie and the, which is the second two books so um, we start off with with Batman kind of being retired uh, he's 55 years old he's been out of the game for 10 years he felt really really bad for Jason Todd um, oh and, and then the DC universe I was looking this is technically universe uh, or world 31 so it's kind of an alternate universe that this happened in it's not the main continuity so um, the mutants have been running amok they're, they say they're the best or the biggest and worst <coughs> worst criminal gang since the Joker and his and his guys out there so I guess we'll start with there um, what do you guys think of, of how it looked very 80s like does that age very well or I mean what, what do you guys think yeah I, I don't have a problem with it I, okay. I, I mean, yeah, like, you could tell, like, from the movie, they kind of focused, like, the president is Ronald Reagan, even though, like, they never actually say his name, but, yeah, it, you could tell, like, from the voice acting and everything that, and then just the whole kind of Cold War type of situation, so. It, yeah, and, and it's, a, it's um, it, as cliche as it sounds, it's more, it's as relevant as, is as no, relevant as it was now, as, or it is today as it was now. Because Frank Miller, I read an interview one time. He did a. This is this is at the time of the rise of the twenty four hour news cycles, like CNN and stuff like that. So he he purposefully wrote the comic with, and and it shows very well, I think, in in the movie where um, the talking heads are, are the ones spewing the uh, like putting out the noise, and then you just have two people arguing to each other about Batman, and you see that throughout throughout the story. So when some, when Batman comes back, like, oh, is he really good? Is he necessarily good? Is he necessarily evil? So on and so go forth. And then the first it, the first instance we see of that is Two Face. So they think Two Face has cleared Harvey Dent is fixed, but he turns that he's just he's gone completely to the other side. So that that and the mutants kind of forces Batman out of retirement, and he comes back. And uh, that's basically what that first chapter is that first book or the first half of the movies he deals with with harvey Dent and, and how that's going so i guess we'll, we'll start with what do you guys think overall I, we kind of brought it up a little bit but the idea of a female robin like what do you well not only that but b and what do you think is the tendency for to for batman to make these kids robin you know what i mean because it seems like jason todd uh dick grayson um I'm missing the other one. Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne, and I'm missing another one. Um, Jason. Tim Clark. Or Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Sorry. Yeah. What makes you think that it works best, or it doesn't work best, that they're kids? Because Carrie Kelly is Well, kid. okay. Well, that is easy. That That's just the he wants. It's kind of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. An adult is going to do it his way. A kid is going to do it my way. He's like, he's you bring him up to mold them how you want them. Because if you get in, let's say if I pick if I pick Abel Loza, Abel Loza, if I'm Batman, I pick you to fight crime. You're gonna fight crime how you want to fight crime. Now, not how I want you to fight crime. I don't know, man. If you know who Batman was, I think you follow Batman's orders. But it's easier if you don't have to. It's easier if you have someone you can just mold that way, though. Like, I feel like with the exception of uh, Damian Wayne, I mean, he finds what kind of troubles them in life and tries to fix it but that all turns bad at the end troubled. when they want they don't want to be Robin and now with Grace Kelly who just wants to be Robin 
She can do it for as long as she wants. There's to. probably a there's probably a, a little bit of um, he sees himself in him. Like, probably, but like you take especially Daniel take... Wayne, am I right? I mean, weird. Uh, he but he sees you know. A, bro, a helpless kid he wants to help probably there's probably some of that but I mean like, like he he would have liked the he probably thinks of it like dang if I only, if only I had a Batman to look after me and fucking and help me answer some of these life questions but I mean Dick Grayson had no family and so he just became the father uh, Jason Todd he was a bad kid and he wanted to make him like do right and then uh, Tim Drake kind of the same way too Grace Kelly like you know yeah her parents in the movie, I guess, like they just like to smoke a lot. Well, of weed no, and, and it's and it's like the other comic books too. So, they're always talking, they're like they're yuppies, so just, though, which is a thing. In the yeah, 80s. so there's nothing really wrong with Grace Kelly. She just really wants to be Robin, and so you can just do that. She's oh, maybe he's tired of fucking babysitting at this point. He wants somebody who can handle themselves emotionally. Whatever. It's know. just I guess the idea of of having kids as Robin and, and maybe it, it just came out more in this in this story in the comic book and in the movie or it just like you're putting the life of the line of this kid you That's know for, true. for your for your crime fighting for your own personal agenda really so uh, but as far as, as being a girl like I think like that, that was very like you said progressive especially for 1988 which probably wasn't you know the best for it's it, and it, it, I, and as much as people suck the dick from this, which they should, because it's it's you know it's it's a landmark issue or whatever. We've already talked about it. It's one of the things I think that goes under the radar a lot. It's just they take it as like, oh yeah, a girl, a girl, Robin. But I don't think people realize how big of it a thing that was. Even though I, I think he could get away with it because he he knew ultimately it wasn't going to be main continuity. Like it was going to be part of the the main story. Well, but. maybe they need to make a girl the main continuity. Because the, the idea that that is progressive is when stupid. I when I first saw the the but movie come out, I was I was kind of stupid. yeah I was kind of the same way too. I was like, go Robin, like they just kind of get rid of all the other ones. But then I realized, like I looked in the movie, I was like, okay, there are no other Robins. He's looking for the next Robin. I thought they just were like, oh, let's just throw her in there. But no, they actually like put some time into it. So, yeah. I'm I was pretty cool with that. I think she did a great job. Um, even like all the times like she actually did fuck up, she fucked up for good. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. Yeah, you do that, you're fired, and he never really fired. No, he never yeah. really did, yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, just a little bit off of the movie and kind of more on the comic book, I love how, because comic books usually you think of like three panels per page, maybe four, but this is like 16, and when you do 16 panels, it tells time different, like it tells it in a more linear phase, which is different from the movie because um, particularly in... Um, in the scene where he's taking down Two Face, like you can jump back and forth between what Carrie Kelly's doing in the in the Batmobile or what he's doing in the Batmobile, and then what Two Face is doing. So you can jump back and forth. Where in the movie, it's more of a linear story. And then once something happens, they can jump back. And you can see that again when Superman eats basically eats the nuclear the nuclear bomb. And then um, in a comic book, they do a better job of like it's that's happening, and at the same time, the blackout is happening in Gotham while. In the movie, they all the, the entire Superman thing happens first, and then they realize it's a blackout. So it's just a little bit different storytelling, but it's almost basically the same. And another thing that happens is the way the movie ends is the Joker laughing like, "Darling, he's back." That actually happens way before that in the comic book, like an entire book before that. But it's a good cliffhanger because these two movies were released like months apart, like Reign of Superman and um, or Death of Superman and Reign of Superman were yeah. stuff like that. So. Um, out of all the villains that kind of get played in this, I feel like Two Face is the weakest one, right? Like I think it's Two Face at the bottom, 
then you could probably say it's a tw- I guess the, then it's personal feelings and a toss up between the mutants and the Joker because Superman although that's that's a confrontation I don't think that's a villain because each book has its villain so book one is well, Two Face well, book think, two is the mutants book three is the Joker and book four is Superman well I th- I don't think you make Superman the villain there I think he's the For tool of, the antagonist but he's he's the tool of the he's, he represents the government yeah well and I have which that is the, down too. which you could would Superman is the establishment and Batman is like the the anti-establishment you know the yeah. and the fighting forces which is one of the criticisms of this book is uh, a lot of people say that Frank Miller is like okay with fascism because there's a line in the there's a line in this that says I'm the law tonight and no, it's we like, are the or law. we are or, well technically. He says, I am the law tonight, and you will help me. Yeah. So, not that he's cool with fascism, but, like, he sees Batman as a fascist figure. So. I think uh, that's digging way too deep. I think you you take that at face value. Well, when you talk about this comic book years yeah. and years and years out. Um, I mean. I but th- as far as Two-Face goes. I feel like if we're, if we're just going off the movie, I think, yeah, it's always going to be Joker. That that whole rivalry, it's spanned 80 years almost, right? Yeah, sixty to eighty years. I don't know when the Joker was actually first. Uh, Batman number one, nineteen forty. So yeah, so, yeah, so eighty years. Uh, two, two has to be the Superman. I think like you can kind of tell like he's always kind of been in the back of Batman's head, and then the mutants, and then yeah, Two Face. So, yeah. so yeah, book one ends with Two Face being being caught up. So book two deals more with, and second part of the first movie deals with. More of the the mutants. And what are your general impressions of the mutants? I really like the mutants. I think they're I think they're very eighties. They're very of their time. If you read the book, they don't age as well. And in the movie, I don't think so either because it's a lot of like it, it. They didn't even talk like that in the eighties. But that's what Frank Miller thought that kids from the eighties would talk like forty years. It's like, it's like he was trying to represent represent punk rock somehow. But yeah, with the, the, the singular lenses yeah. and then the mohawks. That's what and stuff he like thought that. punk rock was. And then, like, that's the jackets. That's what was going to be. The jackets and yeah, right. and stuff. Or, like, yeah. we don't shiv. Or, like, you know what I, I. We slice it nice. You know, that kind of thing. So, that's what he thought kids would talk. Shut up, Spud. <laughs> it's kind of corny. That's what he yeah. thought kids were going to talk like in 30 years or whatever. Just his looking at the 80s, and that's how he thought it was going to But I thought, like, more. So, like, it, it does age. But I thought, like, more like. Since they were a gang, like it's more like gang lingo than it is like eighties lingo. Because like you think of like other games, they have like s- certain words, you know, for certain things. So I thought like that was just more like a gang mentality you're, than, than that. You're probably right. It's probably a combination of both. Because that that's all he had though was whatever's going on at the time. So, um, and actually, one of we were talking about lines. One of my favorite lines is when he, they fight. He fights the mutant leader for the second time, and he says, uh, "You don't get it, boy. This isn't a mud hole. It's an operating table." And I'm the surgeon, like, bro, like, so, what I like about that dynamic, and I think very well written, is Batman goes in the first time to find the mutant leader, and he goes, well, ill-prepared, he's just trying to fight him, brute strength to brute strength, and he realizes that he is getting old, and he can't do this, so the second time, he releases him out of jail, and he knows he's faster than me, he might be a little bit stronger than me, but I'm smarter than him, so... He's, I'm gonna slow him down by putting throwing him in this mud hole and dude that's that 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 to me is you put more strategy behind yeah. you can tell that time. he was you could tell everything had been going so well and he was eager to fuck he's like oh yeah I'm gonna get rid of these assholes well but like then, even in that one part where like he slices him he's like just a cut he's like no that's a gash like and it just starts and so the blood's like you, so he's wiping it all the time and so that gives him time to actually kind of like kind of do well, more than that and the so. reason he takes him in the mud hole is because he, he's you know he tells him like you know it's, you're it's slow slower. man yeah. well who isn't slow in, 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 in mud. mud yeah so I like that a lot CJ thoughts yeah I like it 
looked a lot. Shouldn't Alfred be dead by now, don't you think? If Batman's 55, 60? Should who? Alfred. Oh, uh, I don't know. Alfred's in great shape. I don't know. Because he's already he's, old. Like, he in most of the comics, Batman's, what, 20? Well, technically, Batman is 33 in, in most of his adventures. Maybe he's just red at the end. Oh, he's on his deathbed? Horribly suffering? Not, okay. Not, well, he dies at the end. Yeah, I mean, he has a heart attack. I mean, I don't know. I guess Batman's 55. He would have to be pushing 80. There's a lot of good yeah. standing 80-year-olds, I guess. But he's not really fighting. He's just kind of more day-to-day. Dude, I think there was like a... Joe Montana, 62. There was like a 120-year-old that lived, I think, that died. But he can't do the things Alfred's doing, stitching up Batman and shit like that. Hey, well, the number one thing... Not the number one, probably, but... Purpose drives you. Purpose keeps people alive. Alfred has a purpose. It's to help Batman. So. But you never actually really see, like, Alfred do anything. Like, while Batman's off fighting a Joker, maybe he's doing, like, push-ups and fucking weightlifting and shit like that. No, you he's, don't. Pretty, he's trying to... He's helping Batman however he can. You know, he's eating some carrots and carrots. The number one... The number one killer of people is retirement. The number one killer of people is you talking. And that that's number two. <laughs> do you guys prefer... Bul- Actually, I think it's probably... Do you, you guys prefer bulky... Sm- uh, Spider-Man. Uh, bulky super... Batman or Slim? Like, what I mean bulky is, like, from this design. Because this is how he's designed in the comic books, too. Like, he's he's bigger and bulkier, yeah. which might come with age. But also, like, you could see that, see him being like that. like Because you just don't get that big, you yeah. know, overnight. So do you guys prefer, like, a slimmer Batman? Or, like, where is he? Like, that over there? Or more of a uh, the Dark Knight? I probably don't really have a preference. Uh, it's just, I don't know, a little different. Well, then, let me, let me backtrack. What do you think of that, that design? Do you it's, guys like the fat Batman logo? Like the thick single line Batman logo? Oh, you're logo? talking about the logo? Just no, the logo. Or, or him in general. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't really care. It just, I don't know, as far... There's always going to be different representations of him, so, I mean, yeah. it's just to each his own. Uh, I didn't mind it. I think you just play it differently. Like, if the, if he is that bulky Batman... See, like, I like that Batman logo. That's not bad. If you're talking about strictly logo, no, I hate that logo. I love that logo. I don't. It's not bad. Uh, like I said, there, there have been worse. I like the classic fucking animation Batman. Like that one? Something like that. Yeah. Closer yeah, to yeah. Batman animated series logo. Like that one right there. Like up. Yeah, that, that one. one. That, one that one's that one's pretty bad. It's not bad. They, like, this is I like this better. This is what they. Uh, this is the one that's on the uh, in the comic. This is what uh, is on the bat signal. That that one right there. So no one knows what we're talking. I, I won't post it. Hey, guys, look at that over there. What's that? Well, then, look at this. let me... Oh, and uh, we got some constructive criticism the other day that we we just talk about movies for like an hour, and we never say the movie. We always say the mo- name of the movie once at the beginning and never again. And it's in the watch. title of the comment of the podcast. Well, somebody said that we should say the name of the movie. Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Dark, we're talking about Dark Knight Returns. Are we talking about the Dark Knight Returns? I think we're talking about the Dark Knight Returns. What are we talking about? Hey, guys, we need to get back on the topic of the Dark Knight Returns. Okay, we're going to talk about the Dark Knight Returns. I mean, whatever. What was I... Okay, well, I guess in general... Uh, what did you guys think of the animation style then in the, in the movie? Because in the comic book, I like the way it's drawn, but it's different. The animation style is different. There were the times movie. where I thought it felt kind of clunky, to be honest. But, I mean, that's probably to be expected. Because I think they did try to base it off of the comic book. And yeah. then the comic book is definitely clunky. You look at a page of it, and uh, it, it just, it's clustered, dude. So, uh, Here, I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone right now. Well, I have the book upstairs. You guys kill time. Well, mine's faster. Shut up. This is faster. Run. 
<laughs> He's running. <laughs> you can tell by his fat boy waddle. He's actually not fat. You're fat. Please don't wait. No. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, here we go. So, cocks. That. We'll zoom. So you can tell by, like, the... This is awful podcasting. People's going to have to edit out all this. <laughs> oh, I know. But that's just what it is. But you can just tell, like, how yeah. it kind of looks. Yeah, it looks dumb. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it looks really washed out, like, in my opinion. Like, I know, like, there, he's still he's not trying to make it, like, cartoony-wise, but... Are you sure? What What's page, a good what, example? What page are you on? I'm on, good, I'm on page seven. What's a good example of a clustered-ass page? Um, well, see, like, look. Well, if you have to... Yeah. Or, like, that See, one, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to it. I will say, though, the splash pages in this are dope as fuck. So. But then, the, well, like, over here, like, they're still panels, but, like, they kind of bring them together, so that's not bad. See, like, they when they do stuff, when he did stuff like that, that's badass. So, it's, it's, his art was his own. You can definitely tell when, when Frank Miller's drawing something. Um, so, like, this one, that, that wasn't necessarily in the movie, but, you know. That's not badass. Um, it's it's clustered and it's it's uh sixteen it's like sixteen panels per page. I gotta find it. Where is it? There we go. I love that Batman right there. Okay, yeah, that's that, one, dope. that one's pretty badass. Yeah, that's pretty badass. That one's pretty good too, right there. Yeah. So yeah, it just although not exactly quite like it, it is very reminiscent of how they do that comic book. So um, yeah, I like the art style on that. So um, and then ultimately the the two mutant gang fights I think are pretty pretty dope. So yeah, for sure. So. So, did you guys think the only way this could have worked is in two, two split movies, or do you think you could have watched? Well, I mean, I watched it all at once, but okay, two part question then. Do you think this only works as an animation adaptation? Do you think they could ever make a straight up movie adaptation? And then B, do you think uh, this worked well for two, two separate movies, animated movies? If they, if it was live action, it would have to be rewritten. Uh, unless you did two movies, probably. Like, because you can't have... you. There's basically a climax in the middle, right? And then... There's re- like two or three climaxes. Right. In yeah. It doesn't really work in movies. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to break it apart. Or rewrite it to where it all comes together in the end somehow. Um, so it could be live action, but it'd be split up. Because basically... And that's another thing uh, that I wrote in my notes. Although it does feel like four separate different little stories. So you have the Two-Face first, the mutants, then you have the Joker, and then you have Superman. I think they're very well interwoven, or interwoven where it's like, you know, you pull one thread and the thread kind of follows along the whole way, you know. So I like that. And I don't necessarily think you could do that for for a movie. You're absolutely yeah, yeah. I think you're right. So I think the way that it is here, it, it's perfect for animation. Or if you've read it before. But when you when you do the movies, yes, we've talked about this before. You try to appease to the, you know, to the, the, the hardcore number. nerd, but you're trying to do the broadest number of people that go watch that. And th- that kind of storytelling doesn't necessarily translate to, to the movies. Book three, probably the best. What do you, which story do you prefer? Do you prefer the Joker story or the Superman story? Or the, probably uh, uh, the, uh, the Joker plot. story. Probably. For me, probably. Mm, it has to be the Superman story for me. Uh, I, lo- I like the Joker story better just because of the sheer vi- like 
It's fucking violent, dude. Yeah. Well, I I like seeing that Joker, which is morbid probably, but I don't, dude, that's that's how the Joker should be. He's not afraid to just pop a cap and like. And did. I wrote that note. Joker's the ultimate evil in this. Yeah, like he which, legitimately is the ultimate. But that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like that's. Like the Joker is the Joker is supposed to be an extreme. Like, That's why he's the Joker. That's why he's the villain he yeah, is. Being on live TV, it's and, cool to and see literally that. telling the the host, "I'm going to kill everybody in this room." Yeah, yeah. and they all laughed, and he's just like, "I'm gonna show you right now." Breaks the coffee and then <laughs> oh, like do you, slices. Yeah, it how, do you have a bunch of these? Yeah, you can do whatever you want with this, and he just like <laughs> yeah. kills a dude. Um, what do you? But that's how it's supposed. to It be, is supposed to be, and then which brings a lot of question. people. A lot of writers shy away from that, and. Don't bring the Joker to his full evil. But the joke, I agree. his his joke is death and destruction. You know. Yeah. My question then is. Now that we're talking about the Joker and his part in this story, do you think ultimately is it better for Batman to stay away, and there's no Joker, or he comes back and he has to find the mutants, but the Joker comes back? You see, that's the ultimate catch twenty two. Okay, no, so the true. the reason he came back, right, was because Gotham was running awry with the mutant gangs, right? He comes back, the ultimate evil comes back, the Joker. Oh, I see what you're saying. So do you think ultimately it's better for Batman to stay away? Or does he? do you think it's a necessary evil that he has to come back? He has to come back. He has to put the fear of God into all these people. He probably should have just let the Red Hood kill the Joker. <laughs> probably. But well, and then... Whenever, when we get to the Superman story, they talk. They do talk about how, uh, you know, the entire United States has gone black because of the nuclear winter. The only city that's kept control is Gotham, because of Batman and the Sons of Batman. So ultimately, you do have to deal with the speed bump that is the Joker. But I think ultimately, it's more than a speed bump. Though, yeah, right. is the thing. A six foot speed bump. Yeah. Um, how, how do you? But, like- but oh, sorry, not. It's just the the quote from. Jason Todd in the Red Hood seems relevant. I'm not asking why. I'm not telling you to go kill everyone. I'm telling you to kill him, just him. Like, see, I, don't know. I mean, it's, but, it's a fair point. But what? what who, who are you killing by not killing him? Like, and we've seen so many times in uh, like the Calvin PD, they're they're crooked and everything that they're corrupt. So you can't really rely on that. So the, the mutants could just. Send him some money. The Joker could send him some money, and Gotham would be like I said. You yeah, have to Joker put the fear can't. of God of Batman. He's there. He will take you down. He does not care. So he had to have come back. I know it, it sounds bad for for that, but in the end, it all. But Joker is. But Abel's Abel's point though, or what the point he's making is that the Joker is the direct response to Batman. He was null and void. Like he, he was, was catatonic. Yeah. He was. He was done. And then he hears Batman, and then you see his like he's like. Now I have a purpose. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it. He yeah. gives him the purpose to like, oh shit! Like, even like that's his whole thing. It's he's the yin to the yang. Like he's, the the action to the reaction. Yeah, yeah I he mean, doesn't. Yeah. He's bored without Batman. And then to steal to steal a line from the Dark Knight, the movie. You know the what? Am un- I gonna do without you? What yeah. am I gonna do without you? And the unmovable object against the unstoppable force. You know, it's he loves that. Yeah, he did. He digs on that. Like it, that's his whole thing. So, I don't think there's a right a right or wrong answer, but it is very interesting to it's think interesting, about that. Yeah. It is very interesting to think about that. Because ultimately, that, that is that is the only villain I think that would stop if Batman stopped. Because he, Joker's not in it for, you know, 
all the examples we have, we can bring up the Dark Knight in this movie. Like he doesn't have a game. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't. He, he doesn't have anything that he wants. He doesn't have a horse in this race. Yeah. All he wants to do it's is anarchy. Is Just... blow up the racetrack. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he, that's he goes, all he well, cares about. Yeah. He's like that kid that like spills over the juice so many times because he wants attention. Yeah. And Batman's the one that he wants the attention from. Batman you know? gives him the attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. In that regard, yeah, you're right. What do you think? It's very close to the to the comic book, but that is a very different Joker design as far as like the white suit, the purple shirt. What do you think of that? I, oh, it's fine. You can you don't have to like it. I didn't like it. I like it. I like it because it's different. Yeah, probably me too. But like and like the voice actor who did it, like I remember not liking the jump, voice. I just yeah. felt like his voice wasn't like ominous. Like it just, yeah, the, I don't think, the voice didn't work for me. Yeah. Either. Yeah, think I think the the voice could have been different as far as like more jokery. You know, you're thinking Mark Hamill. You're thinking more um, laughing. Yeah, like. and even you know who who did a good job? The guy in the red hood. Uh, he's the guy that did Bender. I thought he did a really good job. Oh, John oh, John Jamajo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I didn't like him either. Actually, really, not, no, I like John Dimaggio. I didn't like him for the Joker. I liked him a lot. I like, think the I, Joker. I think Mark Hamill and then John Dimaggio. Mark Hamill is perfect for me. That's no, who I. That's Hamill, who I hear. Mark yeah. Hamill is the ultimate yeah. Joker. Yeah. And that's, uh, that, but that's do I, uh, I, That's the standard I want. Is Mark Hamill. Michael Key Richardson uh, did it too, and he didn't do it. <laughs> I can't even do it. So ultimately, the way this book ends then is, you know, Joker coming out. Uh, he he's back at his old trick. He is mowing people down at this at this carnival at this fair. They get to the tunnel of love, bunch of shit. Batman snaps his neck. Do you? Do you think that was too far, or do you think that kind of falls in line with this Batman? Batman really didn't snap his neck. He snapped his own neck. No, Batman snapped his neck. I mean, he literally he snapped his neck to make him paralyzed. He didn't kill him, but ultimately, does that matter in the eye of the law? You know what I mean? Like that's why he. That's why the Joker Probably. says you the Joker says he won because yeah. he's like you took it too far. Yeah. But honestly, this Batman here, that's not. I don't even think that's the worst thing he did. No, you know it's not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I did like it, and they do it in the book too. They wrote this little line where he has this huge tank and he's just mowing down these mutant, you know, gangsters. And all the mutant leader has to say is like, "Huh, rubber bullets," just so the audience yeah. knows that it's not real bullets. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Ah, uh, fake fire! <laughs> yeah, oh, look at all that fake blood. You know, and you can make the strong argument. <laughs> There's some guy. Technically, my heart's still beating. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dead. <laughs> What do you, what do you want? Um, oh, I wrote a little note here. Uh, Joker's a dick because he makes the same joke in the comic book where he goes up to Selena Kyle because uh, she she's an escort. Like he's the, she's the madam now, and I was like, oh, Selena, the years have not been kind to you. <laughs> I was like, what a dick. He's a dick. And in the book, it's actually David Letterman, but in the in the animated movie, the voice is Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't talk about the weirdest thing. The Nazi, the Bruno, the Nazi, the girl with the, <laughs> the, girl Nazi with the pasties. swastika pasties. Yeah, that was weird. That was right? pretty yeah. awkward. Yeah. It's, in, it's in here. That was right? probably my least favorite bit, actually. Like, that whole deal right there. No, I liked that when Superman, like. Because it was so weird how. It was so weird how he's. And in the book, it's even her ass cheeks, too. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it was just. That, that whole part struck me as weird. Because why is he dressed. Okay. Why is he dressed as an old lady in a supermarket? Because he's, like, yeah. he's in he's in disguise. He wants to know why. He wants to know what's going to go down with the Joker's appearance on TV. But he's and, just but, at the liquor store, like randomly, like he's well, Batman. He he, he, he has know, leads. Bruno works for Joker, and and, and he knows and that, that she has something on him. Yeah. Uh, like I was saying, the funniest part I thought, in my opinion, was uh, when Superman rips off the tank 
And Grace Kelly just has her slingshot yeah. and just hits him. Like, that's Superman. Like, what are you going to do with a rock and a slingshot? Like, you can't do much. Throw it at Superman. <laughs> so then that's a good transition. Then we, we get the last story, The Dark Knight Falls, where he fights with Superman. And ultimately where we get Batman versus Superman, the movie. But, you know, I think they do it better here, obviously. But, oh, definitely. Um, in the fourth book is where, where we actually get that spit, the where, uh, where I'm spitting now, where Joker sp- or Batman spits at Joker. And that is the ultimate. To me, there are little things... There's few things you can do that are more disrespectful than spitting on somebody. And you can tell just how much Batman hates this motherfucker. This this dude is dead and he decides that he's going to take the five seconds to spit on his corpse, dude. That to me is the ultimate, like, I fucking hate you. Like, Honestly, can run, you think huh? of a... Alive or dead, can you honestly think of a... 20 things that are more disrespectful than spitting yeah, on Yeah, I could. Don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, like, who would you spit on if they were dead? Oh, that's sick. But uh, what I'm ultimately saying, though, like sp- spitting yeah, on somebody, spitting is, on somebody's yeah. corpse is just like fuck you, man. Yeah. You put me through shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that scene. That's probably one of my. It's a, it's it's too. not only that I kill you, but I love that you're dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like which is you know pretty cool. Honestly. But like, if he if he wouldn't have done that, he could have probably outran the the PD. Like, could have got at least, like, a good head start, but no. Well, dude, he, he, sat, taking, he sat there and just, like, yeah, go. He's taking it into account that he's like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. These motherfuckers are after me, but I'm going to take <laughs> yeah, He's like, I'm going to take, take these five there. seconds to tell you to go yeah. rot now. So, ultimately, this comes down then. Ron, the Ronald Reagan president, let's just call it what it is, he, then, he sees Batman as an issue because t- the reason they retired... Because he's the only one allowed to go kill people. Sorry. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but ultimately they had an accord about 10 years ago, which kind of, you could say predates even like the civil war, like, you know, accords that the superheroes are going to superhero anymore. And they have, they retired, but Batman came out of retirement. So he said, then sent Superman to take care of it, which is hypocritical. Well, well, then Batman says, what makes you different than me? Except you have a boss, you know? So ultimately like it's, it is, it's an allegory. Batman call him out on his bullshit. It's an allegory for, you know, for establishment. Yeah. For... The United States war machine, and it's particularly bullshit. in the '80s. This book is very '80s influenced, well, and know, it's so. really pretty relevant today. But yes, it, it's it's very uh, into the particularly in the Cold War when they were fighting these proxy wars, you know. So, uh, but yeah, so ultimately it comes down to Batman. Anybody who knows history, which you do, knows why that's fucked up. Yeah. Um. So Batman versus Superman, and ultimately, what do you think of the battle in itself, and then how it went down? Oh, Batman wins. Of course, I love it. It's awesome. But I, that, to me, I think is ultimately where I think the the, the story Doom, the animated movie Doom, and then the, the actual comic book story Tower of Babel, uh, they started, or most people think that that starts where the, the notion where Batman's prepared for everything, right? That start, but I think it starts here where Batman had kryptonite, like he knew, right? And he, he manufactured himself because he, in the line, he's like, it could have been a stronger dose, could have make it whatever to kill you, but I'm making it exactly the amount that I need to just get you down to your knees and tell that you're a piece of shit and I hate you too. Batman's so grumpy in this, you know what I mean? But uh, that's, that's a, Get that's off a, my lawn! That's an interesting Ryan. point you just made up. You think this is the point at which Batman becomes greater than all the other superheroes. Like, in in uh, in American mainstream. Lore. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, Batman necessarily... Like, to say... Before the story, to say a person... Or to ask a person who's who would win between Batman and Superman, everyone, of course, everyone's gonna say Superman. This offered the idea that no, that's Batman, yeah, and then it has remained ever since. That's cool. 
But then there's that book did that. There's a perfect scene in this that they don't show in the movie where he just puts a boot to Superman's ass. I love that. Damn, that is pretty ass. That's badass, dude. And and maybe that uh, maybe can, but, can you get like the pictures that we're talking about like so that people can see yeah, it on yeah, the screen. But, but the but the interesting idea is perhaps this doesn't exist. But perhaps that doesn't exist. The idea, of Batman. That. Yeah, yeah. So, but maybe maybe, always, maybe, maybe Doom that, doesn't exist. With that that, that failsafe that like Batman knows that Superman's not going to kill him. Not going to do that because that's not his code of honor and everything like that. So Batman can do, really do whatever the fuck he wants, just to show Superman like you will not try to kill me because it's how not how you your moral how is. Close to I'm ready to, to kill you for what I believe is right. And I think that's what's so badass about like we were talking about. Like, you could have killed him. You didn't. But he's showing him, like, I am ready to take it that far and you're not. I agree so I want you to fear me. Um, so, no, yeah, I... And then, and then uh, the, the scene with in the field with, like, the horse and the dog and everything that when Superman's like... They're wanting me to come out to get you and everything that. And he's like, so then who comes after you? Like, it's a never-ending thing. Yeah. They're going to try to suppress us until they are the rulers. And we can't let them do that. This is like, yeah, this is like pre... This is like Iron Man vs. Cap before Iron Man vs. Cap. Really, it, it kind of really is. Because that's why I put... It's kind of the Accords before the Accords. Like, one's the establishment, one's the... the except they kind of flip roles. And Batman and Captain America, motherfucker... They're the they're the punk rock. They're the anti-establishment. Fuck yeah! My two favorite superheroes. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, so yeah, and then you know ultimately, Batman swallows this thing that makes him die for an extended period of time, and then Batman figures, or excuse me, Superman figures out that he's not dead because he hears a heartbeat, and then he knows that that's Carrie yeah. Kelly, and he just like he you know winks at her and stuff. So, uh, Batman ultimately lives, and there are two more sequels which aren't as good as this one. I'll tell you that right now. There's no reason to read them. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's ultimately, obviously if we had another, you know, hour, we could talk about all the different nuances and stuff like that, part, you know, fascism that you want to talk about, the establishment. That's on our, our, our other show that yeah, we do. Yeah. So. so it's just it, fascism today. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just great that you can see this in a Batman story and this, this Batman before I, you could honestly say, and I've read a lot of articles before this came out, Batman to a lot of people was a 66 Batman, which isn't bad, but it's not necessarily who tr- truly you know batman truly is after this batman is a hard ass in, in pop culture you get the yeah. 1989 movie the, for good or the, bad the you know, 1992 animated series yeah exactly um and then for good or for bad because i think people think that this movie then led to batman or superman that they whether you like the movie or not you can tell that they're reaching for this because they they stuff death of superman Batman vs. Super or uh, Dark Knight Returns. They stuff a bunch of stuff into that movie, just for wanting to stuff it into that for you know for you know, for fuck's sake. So um, that's not the fault of this though. No, it's not. But it, it this, it's, it's it's an homage to it. Kind this of is a watershed yeah. moment where ba- yeah. Batman was like, oh Certainly. no, and it, it you're the nineteen sixty six Batman is a, more a e- even more than that. It's a great story, which it is. It's legacy. He really is that it. Batman exists today as we know because of it. Yeah, they say that this and Watchmen, which came out at the same time, are the like pinnacle of what that era and what comic books and graphic novels should be. Then there was a bunch of knockoffs, and the comics turned dark for a while because it's like, oh, that's what people well, like. They're still kind of dark. Not, yeah, I know, but but not necessarily because people thought that's what. Or people that wrote comics thought that that's what people liked, but it works well for these type of stories. It doesn't work well for all stories, you know. So, yeah. and that's another thing you can kind of 
not blame, like, but attribute to them where they try to make the DC universe like that. You know, where instead of that, well, now it's turning where like Shazam is bright color for Wonder Woman. You know, um, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, yes. yeah. oh. which is a cool contrast. Like it's seeing what like because I think we all agree that Titans does work well as the dark fucking. But you can't just be all and, dark. And, yeah. and you, I, I haven't seen it, but I think you would probably say that Doom Patrol wouldn't work as well. I love that no, we had that, no. that huge conversation yesterday about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it just ultimately that this left its mark. We're talking about it thirty three years later. So yeah, it, obviously recommend it to everybody. If you if you're a Batman fan and you haven't read it read this, what are you doing? Um, it's, watch the movie. Just watch the movie. Or, just watch the movie. Watch yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I suggest, strongly suggest reading it so you can get a nice little backbone and then watch it. If if not, then just watch the movie. But I I suggest there are some times when you can't just watch the movie. But this time in this case, I think yeah. You can. Okay, so yeah, no, definitely go watch it. Obviously, this is Kitty's Titties, I think. From Kitty's Titties. Well, actually, one specific question for you, and then for you, because I think you've read or seen it. Do you think this is better than The Killing Joke? Because we've that we've done that one before. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'd probably say. Do you like Killing Joke better? I like Killing Joke. I, I'm gonna say Titties, not because not as a diminishment to this, but because Kitty's Titties is reserved. Like, that's. But you're just going off of like animated movies, right? That's what your basis. Oh, if we're saying animated movies, then probably I'm just going off movies. No, I'm I'm going off of just the whole thing. Like com- I'm going because I've referenced to the comic book to the movie the You're impact. Doing the I'm doing the whole yeah. thing. Okay. I'm doing. I was just titties. doing the movie. And if and that's fine. If you want to do the movies, you can do the titties. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever your background for it, you could be Casey. Um, like King, I said, King I, I have to put Killing Joke above above. I mean, it has to be three Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight Returns, and then two Killing Joke, and then one Death. Why well, I really even like Killing Joke? So it's not. Fun. Uh, it, but for me, I mean, Kitty's but Titties, yeah, no, Kitty's Titties for this one. Kitty's Titties is reserved for Infinity War and Winter Soldier, and but it's a great movie. I agree. It's good. Okay. It's just not upper echelon. No, that's fine. You know, it's fine. Um, so now we're getting the fuck out of here. We're trying to do two shows, right? That's the idea that we're trying to do one this weekend too, or no? Yeah, we're doing it on Saturday. We're doing precarious. Sun- well, we're doing, precar- doing precariousness, right? You know what that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I won the Marvel one, remember? Did you win the Marvel one? Yeah, I won yeah. against this bastard. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay, that's right. So the idea then is CJ's going to do it. He's going to host, and it's going to be me and you, Batman, for Batman's birthday. So. Oh, dude, you're so fucking dumb, man. <laughs> All right, we'll see. He said he's not pulling any punches. He's going to comics, TV shows, cartoons. Yeah, dude, you guys, so. I don't know if you guys are prepared for what okay. I'm, the shit I'm about to bring. Okay, so that's what we're doing Maybe. this weekend. We're going to have two shows since we missed this last weekend. We're going to find out. We're going to separate the Batman from the Batboys. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that's going to be the title. That's going to be the subtitle for All that. right, all right. All right. Um, do you guys have any recommendations, the order uh, of what you guys are reading or anything? Or uh, I started to watch a show. I don't, but I don't want to say what it is because I haven't decided if it's good or not yet. Well, then you can. But there's a person who in it who I love a lot, and it's, I don't want to besmirch his name. Just say it. No. Well, okay, fine. It's Barry, and Bill Hader's in it. I heard that it's a super slow start, but after episode four, it picks up. Uh, I literally stopped at episode four. That's exactly what I heard, and that he says that himself. After episode four, it shifts like a completely different. I literally watched four episodes and stopped. That's exactly... Because <laughs> okay. uh, he, he won an Emmy for it, and they interviewed him a bunch of times, so I, I heard like two or three interviews on YouTube, and uh, that's exactly what he says every time. He's like, yeah, he, they didn't know how well the show was doing, and then after episode four, the first four episodes, you have to take it like a pilot. All okay. four episodes. And then after that, it's a, they said it's, that's how they, it... That show's winning all kinds of awards after that. Okay, I'm trying. I love Bill Hader. I'll follow Bill Hader to the end of the earth, but... 
And I would have kept watching it even if it was terrible. Yeah, that's, that's what they but said. But I was though. I was having a really tough time deciding. After because it, the four first episodes from what I heard establishes characters and a lot of t- it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not to say that it's bad. It's just I expected good, and so it wasn't quite meeting my. So yeah, and that's funny. I that's funny you brought it up because it's funny I heard that because it's four, the first four and then after that it's cool. okay. I'm literally yeah. I was like <clears throat> I stopped at after episode four, so that's interesting. Okay. My next episode is going to be great, apparently. Hopefully it is. Sounds I good. hope so. so you like, have anything you're like watching already? You know what? I'm going to take one from a couple shows ago. I mean, Doom Patrol. Well, that was mine. So, I, I finally started watching yesterday because I had some free time and I watched the first two episodes. It is... I love how like you're just like, there's titties in it. It's like, yeah, there's titties in the first ten minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, the F word is like seven, like... Dude, I love Brendan Fraser. Like like I said, I love Brendan Fraser. Now I'm in love with Brendan Fraser, dude. He's so good in this as, as Robot Man, dude. It's it's so good, dude. He's so... I, dude, I'm going to be repetitive. It's it's just really good. And he... Him and Crazy Jane, I think, are my favorite characters in that. Because Crazy Jane... You don't like just, Mr. Nobody? I do like him. I But if I have to pick favorites, I think it's him and, and Crazy... Because I, I think Crazy Jane is... She he, she does the thing that James McAvoy does in Split, where it goes back and forth between characters. Uh, this one has a little bit more of a she, tell. She has sixty four different yeah, things that but, have, and they each have their own superpower. But it's a little bit more of a tell where in James McAvoy he just like shifts body language. With this one, like there's an actual like you could tell like yeah yeah. yeah it, it, but uh, but yeah no Doom Patrol is really good and hopefully I'll have some time tomorrow to to continue. Yeah, so. please continue watching this. Uh, everybody out there, start watching it. You're gonna have to start watching it. I mean, it is it is such a great one. Um, but also too, I read a report about um, they're delaying uh, Titans longer, so it might be October. That well, we they just it. cast Deathstroke and they just cast Jericho and they just cast somebody else. Uh, so. uh, Deathstroke's daughter. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what is her name? Ravager. Yeah. So they're casting. It's getting done. It's just getting pushed back, which is fine. It'll give me time to finish. You know what? And Swamp Thing starts next week or next month, I think. So I would say the the people that make the Titans, show? just make it good. I don't care how long it takes. Just make it. I mean, first season was awesome. So just keep going with that. With two episodes in, I think I really like Doom Patrol more than Titans. And Titans was good, but I like Doom Patrol better. That's cool. Yeah. It's uh, just it's 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 up my alley with meta the humor. The fucks. That sounds probably more. It's up my alley, yeah. yeah. So for sure, you'll, dude. If I like it, you'll like it. Yeah, so. so yeah, uh, it, uh, episode three is Puppet Patrol, and that one's probably the best one. Really? Okay. That and Donkey Patrol. So yeah, like, and then well, the, the next couple. We have months, the same um, taste, so. But I, then they got the new episode uh, tomorrow too, uh, Therapy Patrol, and that one, like the teaser for it, looks really fucking good. So good. Um, good. Um, um, dude. I'm okay. Well, yeah, we all agree. Watch Doom Patrol. Okay. Okay. Uh, I should point out. I'm sorry. I kind of skipped over mine to be honest. Uh, but Barry is on HBO, so watch it. Like and ours is on the DC universe, yeah. which I've been like legitimately just like scrolling through it. Uh, the DC <laughs> that app is badass. I love it. It's so badass. Much. App. Yeah. It's oh, worth agree. the money. Yeah, and it's not even that much money. It's eight dollars a month. Yeah. Like I keep and saying, we like, split seventy five for the year, so I mean it's not bad yet. Right. If you guys have any, no, we didn't. We paid our full seventy five. Completely oh separate. yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah, we're definitely not sharing a password. No, exactly. Wink, wink. If you guys have any no, sh- we're not winking. DC <laughs> listens to this, and we're just winking our buttholes. Yeah, we're winking our buttholes. Jeff Johnson. Are we winking our buttholes? If you guys have any suggestions or comments, let us know on Twitter or on Facebook. On Twitter, we're at Nerd World Order One, and on Facebook, we're the Nerd World Order. Um, you can find the podcast on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Lips, and Stitcher, uh, YouTube now. Um, make sure to buy our merch tpublic.com we have a couple designs there which I have to go back and kind of 
organized a little bit better. But uh, for now, go buy some shirts, you fucks. If you want to donate a uh, one-time donation, we have PayPal, normalloader2 at gmail.com. Hopefully, I'll have some time this weekend, and I'll revamp the Patreon altogether. So you guys can donate on Patreon as well. As always, thanks for everybody for listening, commenting. We always appreciate it. Um, anything else before we head out? All right, don't forget, obey the NWO. That was really. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>